This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Jared, my good buddy, how are you? Woohoo! I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good as well. Are you awake? I am awake. I am awake. I woke up early this morning. So this is what I'm doing. Okay, let's just get right into it. I have decided that to take a step back from my ambition, okay? So I want to be better shape. I want to eat better. I want to read more, whatever, whatever. But really, what I really want is to be more self-disciplined. So this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I have done. I've started already. Every week, if not a month, I'm going to pick something that I have to do every single day. So last week, it was wake up early and do push-ups and sit-ups. So this week, it's every day for lunch eating a salad. Wow. So and, and next week, it could be read a comic every day. It doesn't always have to do with health. Is this inspired by you reading Joel Osteen books? <laughs> no, why? You're living your best life? I'm living my best life now. Okay. No, wow. no, no, it's Where just... come from? It's just, you know, I want to practice self-discipline. Look, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, right? Yes, sir. Right. So, how can I be self-controlled if I do not make myself submit to my... I don't know. I don't know either. And so, I'm, I'm going through these things. I have a list, but if you want to add anything to the list, I'm open to suggest suggest. Well, I think the cool thing... About that is you are disciplining yourself, but also you're getting benefits from it as well. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, like washboard abs. Obviously, already. Shoulder blades that you could crack a chestnut with. Wow, that's gross. That's really gross. I'm just, I'm doing that right now. I'm like pushing my shoulders back and I'm imagining you like cracking this big walnut and just... (laughs) That's not something... That's not something I would have picked out, I guess, as, as an ambition done. Well, I mean, that's not the goal, but that's what I'm saying. That's the, the fruit that you're getting from it. Right. I guess you could crack fruit, too. I could. I could. Those avocados, we can get them done. So today, today, well, is avocado a fruit? Yeah. Is it? An avocado? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I always thought of it as a vegetable. It's kind of like a tomato. It's more like a pear, but with a... With a with a, mm. It's more like a plum. Oh, I love plums. Do you? Plums and pears, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand pears. They're too gritty. Oh, you got to get the right... What are we even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so... so uh, okay, so this week is waking up early and exercising, or no, just waking that, up early? That was last week. That was last oh, week. Oh, so you're done working out. Yeah, that's done. I'll do that this next is year. Salad. This is salad week. Yes, this is salad week. Okay. So you're all worked out, and now you're eating salad. Right. Actually, and juicing this morning, too. Ooh! Getting fancy. Yeah, so if I can do... See, this one I'm going to try to do for a month, but i got to get in the habit for a week, and then next week I'll come up with something else, and I'll add it in. Wow, I think that's really exciting. I really think that's cool. Thank you for being happy for me. Well, I mean, fitness and nutrition is, like, right up my alley, so... To hear that you're, you know, you're getting yourself there. That's awesome. I am getting myself there. Actually, well, so, I'm, <clears throat> I'm hoping I can lose some weight, but, you know. Well, what, uh, so how many, what was the most, did you, like, do sit-ups until failure, or did you say five sit-ups every morning, or what'd you do? I did, I did a number. I did 20 push-ups and 30. Okay. Yeah. Same. So, I mean, nothing to, nothing to write home about, but just the self-discipline of doing it. Right. Did you feel it? Um, No. Well, I felt the push-ups just because my, I've been having problems with my shoulder. I wanted to do, like, wide, oops, sorry, wide push-ups, and then I wanted to do, like, the, you know, the H push-ups or the diamond push-ups. Mm-hmm. I could not do that. I don't know if you recall, but I hurt my shoulder last year, actually almost two years ago, and I just, I didn't have the, it's not like it didn't have the willpower, I didn't have the strength, like, I couldn't lift on that side of my body. Ooh. Yeah, not a good thing. No, so but that's something you could slowly work at. I'm hoping so. Because I would like to, I would like to, the reason I did push-ups and sit-ups is because I want to strengthen and tighten my pec, my pectorals. Oh, 
Well, look at that. Well, sit-ups probably won't do much for the pecs. Well, right, but right. But that's the, that's the front of the body. They're near. They're adjacent to the pecs. And you can do all kinds of different... You can do regular push-ups. You can, like you said, you know, you've got diamond push-ups. You've got wide push-ups. You can do push-ups at an angle, like at an incline on your couch, or then put your feet up on your couch and do them at a decline. All kinds of stuff you can do. And all those work different muscle groups or different muscles in the same? In your in your pecs, because you've got your upper pecs, your lower pecs, you've got the side, you've got the, the middle where you can get like the spread between the two. Yeah. So I kind of, I mean, I got, I know a guy that works out. To, but, <laughs> right. So to get like a full tightening and everything, so I look good in a tight t-shirt, what do I need to do? A suck in your stomach, always. Okay. Got it. Suck it. Suck it. And then usually when you suck it in, it presses out your chest. And that's it. That's it. I meant what kind of regimen? Oh, well, I mean, you know, you want to do a good chest workout. But then if you have, you don't want to just work your, your pecs and then you've got like these girl arms, you know, or like. <laughs> that seems <just> rude. <laughs> these huge pecs and your shoulders are like non-existent, you know. <laughs> Then it doesn't seem like you would have girl arms at that point. Well, your your forearms might be little. <laughs> or like, you know, your back. Honestly, back workouts are so underrated. But when you've got a great back, it kind of helps fill out your shoulders and your chest, too. <laughs> I've never had someone. You have a great back. But the thing is, people don't work out their back. They're just like, I'm just going to do arms and chest. Well, that's great. But when you work out your back it widens everything and it makes you have a larger physique you look built more built by Uh, having a nice back how do you how do you work out your back oh my goodness you can do deadlifts you can do upright rows downright rows you can row all over the place there are you're not i I don't know any of them there's there's a there are more back exercises than probably anything else oh wow okay back for days brah (laughs) (laughs) so how are you what's going on with you uh i worked chest today (laughs) okay good i was told don't forget your back watch your back or or your legs people that skip leg day they're always wearing pants in the gym (laughs) so no today uh my x-men legends came in so i was super pumped so uh who did you get well i ordered the case i actually ordered 15 cases whoa and uh because i uh I put them for sale for people that wanted to order because we have a being that we run the M6P, we have a discount membership to order different comic book products and Marvel Legends are one of them. Oh. So I had 14 cases. Well, actually I had 20 cases ordered and then a guy got upset because they weren't here quick enough. So he canceled six of them. Wow. So uh, I ordered 15 cases and one for me. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. It's the uh, Apocalypse Build-A-Figure series, and it was just Wolverine, Magneto, Storm, Psylocke, Gladiator, Sabretooth, and Multiple Man, and each comes with a piece to make Apocalypse. It's like the best wave ever. That's awesome. How detailed are they? Like, super detailed? Yeah, they're really detailed, and uh, they come with accessories, and I got the variant Psylocke figure, so that was cool. They had two Psylocks. They're doing a Psylocke with blue costume and black hair, and then a Psylocke with a purplish-blue costume and purple hair. And I got the one with purple hair, which is the one I wanted. Huh, right on. Now, did you know that? Like, can you look at all 15 of them and then open the one that had that, or no? I was so tempted to start just breaking open all the cases and finding me a good Psylocke, but I said, no, I need to just stick with the one, and the first case I opened... There she was. So, but you can't see it from the outside. No, no, they're they're brown cardboard long boxes. Oh, okay. Sealed. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I just didn't feel right about breaking them all open. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So Jennifer is she she approves of this purchase? Oh, Jennifer's psyched because I have um, fifteen cases, probably about five feet high, in the entryway of our home, <laughs> and then uh, I posed them on the stairs. Of course. Why, I don't know, <laughs> but. That's where I was sitting when I opened up my case. So they're all posed on the stairs, and she had to walk over them to get to the gym tonight. So it's, it's pretty exciting here at the Mayo household. <laughs> so you, you go to the gym in the morning, and then she goes at night? Yeah. Do you guys see each other? We do is, not. Is your marriage doing okay? Well, I mean, we don't see each other. She has Bible study tonight, too. So she came home at 5, uh, 45, went to the gym from 6 to 7, 
went to Bible study. She's there now. She'll be there probably until 8.30 or 9. And then I leave for Pittsburgh tomorrow morning, and I won't be back until Sunday. So, what? no, we won't see each other very What? <laughs> what are you doing in Pittsburgh? A Steel City Comic Con. Oh, my goodness. Of course. It's always a show. And then in two weeks is Wizard World Chicago. Oh, and you're going there? Yes, that's a big one. You should come. I should come. I should. There's a lot of things, but that's not on my list of, you know, self-discipline. No, I thought that's what you were doing the week of the 19th to the 25th. No, I got meetings, man. I got meetings. I got to interview people over here. I mean, you know. No, no I mean for your discipline thing. Like, I will discipline myself to go to Wizard World Chicago. That wasn't on my list. Did you add that to the list? I think I just did. I've got a free ticket for you. Ugh. <laughs> uh. As much as I would like to go. Didn't I drive up to Chicago one time with you? You drove to Dayton and I drove to Chicago. Oh, okay. Right, that makes me... Yeah, we tried out to be in the Spider-Man promotion. Right. I think about that a lot, actually. (laughs) I think about how well you did compared to how poorly I did. No, you did great. Neither of us heard back. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I didn't do great. I know. I appreciate you saying that, but I know. Deep down, I know. The guy no. was the guy was like, "All right, show me how excited you would be if you met Stan Lee." I'd be like, "Hey, wow, wow!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was giving them the reaction that they were going. Well, I don't even even know what it turned out for. Like, I don't remember even seeing a Spider-Man promotion with any of those people in it. So. I don't know. I think I was too mesmerized by the, just the little elves of the director. I don't remember those. Oh, they were great. It was like, I'm from Los Angeles. Here are my... <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that girl was like shooting webs and going pew, pew, pew. Do I you remember re- this? No, no. What? What I remember most is going into the bathroom with you and putting black stuff on your face. <laughs> <laughs> like, Get it on my neck. Get it on my neck. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't even Because you had the venom, the half no, venom. No, I, I, know, I know that. I just, oh. You're ridiculous. You're like, I can't do this. You do this for me. Okay. <laughs> and we were across the set from um, Chicago Fire. Do you remember that? I don't know what that is. It's a TV show. Oh, I thought you meant the Chicago Fire as in the soccer team. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you watch a lot of TV? What are you watching? Not Chicago Fire. Okay. But we watch a lot of the Real Housewives of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I not surprised? Because uh, I don't have any... I don't have, like, a super dramatic life, so I need some drama somewhere. I'd rather watch somebody else's, you know? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm right now... I, I think I might have told you this last time. I discovered this show called The Office. Did I tell you that? I don't know if you told me, but okay. Wow. So I'd never seen The Office before. How How is that possible? Yeah, apparently it was a big deal back in the day. Yes, yes, it was. It's so funny. <laughs> this is your first time going through it? Yes, yes. Wow. I was like, I need something new to watch at lunch, you know, for 20 minutes or whatever. Sure. Like uh, The Office. I remember back, back in the day, people used to talk about this show. So uh, I put it on and I'm just, it's so funny. I want to go work in an office now. Oh my goodness, no you don't. <laughs> is it like that? Is it like that? Um, it's, yeah, it, I mean, some of it is similar, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I should want to work in an office then. To watch it and to live it, I feel like, are two different Okay, so you're familiar, you've seen the show. I've seen the show, I've seen the show. I've, I've been, I've worked in an office for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, I have my office back. So I am back where I'm supposed to be. You know how I was, like, on sabbatical for two months? Yeah, we're not recording in the janitor closet right now? Right, exactly. I am now in my office, which is fantastic. So I did have six people in here, and we're finally to a point where I kicked them out and I took it back. And is your name on the door? No, I I mean, I wrote it there with my penknife, scratched it in. Like something Dwight would do. (laughs) So you're the Dwight of the office of PC. (laughs) No, sadly, I'm the Michael. Oh, but, like, your behavior is like him or your title is like him? (laughs) Okay. Not my behavior. Um, How far have you gotten? I am on season seven. Okay, so Idris Alba has shown up? Yes, he's been there and gone. Okay, I'm more like him. Oh, that's who you are. Yes, yeah. He was kind of a jerk. 
Yep, yep, I'm kind oh, of a jerk. Andy, don't be him. Don't be, don't be that guy. You should be more like Ryan. <laughs> he is a jerk. <laughs> there you go, there you are, you're Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what are you watching? Or is there a show that you're, you shows that you guys are currently into? Um, still trying to make it through uh, Luke Cage season two. Mm. It's slow going. Did you finish it? I did. Okay, but okay. it doesn't really heat up. That's a bummer. Are, um, are you watching Cloak and Dagger? No, I'm not. I don't even know what network that's on. It it's on Freeform or Hulu. Okay, so I don't have Hulu. And I don't have any channels, so... No. Well, Hulu, you can get a six-month... I mean, a, a free 30-day trial. So, for, tell me about the show, though. It's actually really good. Jennifer and I are really... We did a binge. We, we still have four episodes to go, but on Sunday, I think we got four or five. Just bam, 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 Street Fighter. So, wait a minute, <laughs> Street Fighter. So, are they done season one already? Yeah, and they announced the season two for 2019. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah, but I interrupted you. I'm sorry. So you're making your way through Luke Cage and what else? Well, I don't understand. Like, oh. how come all these Marvel shows are on different networks? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, Freeform is owned by Disney because it used uh, to be Disney Family. Uh, and then with the merger going through, Disney will now own the majority of the Hulu stock. So they'll own the most of Hulu. And then Disney is launching their own uh, platform next year in 2019. So those shows will probably head on over. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on Netflix, and then all the other ones are on Netflix, but then what do they have? Oh, Runaways. What What is that on? Runaways was on Hulu. Okay. And you watched that? Yeah. It was good? Did you not see that? No, uh-uh. Okay, yeah, you should check it out. Well, what about the New Warriors? Uh, that still has not found a home yet, and I'm guessing it's probably going to be on the Disney platform. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm guessing. Just guess. Okay. All right. Well, is it like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or is it more like Daredevil? What? Uh, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, I think it's probably a good mix between really? the two. It's really, it's really good because I don't really know a whole lot about Cloak and Dagger. You know? They're, uh, they're such C and D level characters, but they got this show and I've enjoyed it at least. Yeah, but I mean, like, is it as violent and mature audiences as Daredevil, or is it more like Agent Shield and Sharon Carter? Well, that's why I think it's kind of in the middle, is because <clears throat> it is. You could watch it with your teenager, but it's not. It's not. You know, sometimes Agents of Shield can be a bit cheesy with some sure. one-liners and stuff, whereas maybe the dialogue is a little more grown up for this show. Grown up dialogue, you say? And it takes place. Where you live. In New Orleans? Yes. What? Yep. They filmed it there, and the show takes place there, and there's even an oil rig out in the water. Wow. I'm like, oh, I bet Andy was in there. Even? <laughs> I bet he stood there. <laughs> in that rig as it something's happening to it. Right. Yeah, you know that. Obviously, you don't know, but sure. Sure. Your office is on the rig, right? In the middle of the ocean. Obviously. Yes. yes. And it says Roxon on it. That's cool. Um, so we we are uh, we're going through Chuck again, but most of the time, <laughs> is that good or you're tired? I just so tired, man. Like I don't know if you know this, but we moved a TV into our bedroom. Uh, no, I I didn't get that in your Christmas newsletter. Yes, yes, it's true. So now <laughs> I'm laying down and. And trying to watch TV, and I can't, like I had a hard enough time sitting up. And... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I, I binge watch something. I cannot. I cannot make it through a Luke Cage without falling asleep. I cannot make it through a Chuck without falling asleep. I don't know. No, I, I can see falling asleep during Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. they said Iron Fist season two, which starts next month, is only going to be ten episodes. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. We don't need a bunch of filler and stuff like that. We don't need the decompressed story. I mean, who's writing these? Bendis? Come on. <laughs> yeah, just tell me a good, succinct story and not a filler. What did you say? Succinct? Succinct. <laughs> S-U-C-C-I-N-T, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. what I said, duh. S-U-C-C, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so one more thing before we move on to actually what we're supposed to be talking about. Do, do you have any opinions on this Walking Dead uh, the main character leaving? Is that oh. is that happening? How sad is that? I don't How know. Sad. Is he leaving? Is he dying? What's happening? He's 
he's going to do six episodes and then he's not going to be on the show anymore. We don't know whether he's going to die or walk away or what. It's very sad because the whole show is based around him, you know? It's going to continue without him, you think? It will continue without him. I think they'll probably just drive it in the ground, unfortunately. But the whole show is about Rick and the characters around him. You know, we've been following Rick's story since the first scene of the first episode. And it's just whoever Rick encounters, then that's who the show involves. And so when Rick is gone, I think it's just going to feel like, you know, the Avengers without Captain America or the X-Men without Wolverine. And that, or the yeah, office without Michael. I've heard that this is going to happen. <laughs> I heard as soon as I saw Kathy Bates show up, I remembered something about something a long time ago that he leaves for a season or something. Oh, yeah, for good, man. So, yeah, it's just weird. You know, you can still have Avengers and X-Men without those two, but it always seems like something's a little off. I gotcha. You know? But you don't yeah. watch the show, so <laughs> even though I was in it, you still don't watch my TV show. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But again, I can't I can't see it. I mean, is it on Netflix? It is. It's it's still pretty gross. Well, I mean, I was pretty much... The, the last season kind of centered around me and my really? character's role. Really? As a savior. Yeah. Wow. So that is impressive. Kind of... I mean, I'm not shown in the first 16 episodes... Right, right. But you just kind of, you can feel it in the background of the storyline. Like, wow. something's going to come to a head in the set. Yep, there he is. 17. Did you get paid for that feeling in the first 16 episodes? Uh, really, just the fans' adulation was enough payment for me. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to Steel City, you know, Pittsburgh this weekend because, you, you know, they're, they're okay. going to see me. Right, of course, yeah, of course. You and Remus, right? Redis, Norman? Remus? Uncle Remus? What? <laughs> Uncle Reedus? <laughs> Norman Reedus, he's not doing Steel City Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> he does New Orleans all the time. Uh, Ron Perlman is the, I think he's the big name. Wow, Hellboy himself? Yeah. Ask him about his Punisher short with Tom Jane. Uh, I don't think I'll see him. Too big to... for your britches, huh? No, I have to work. <laughs> oh, I thought, okay. So. Yeah. If you want to come, though, I've got a free ticket for you. You heard it all, folks. Contact Jared, and he'll give you that free ticket. Well, actually, John Coughlin is uh, going to Wizard World. For, is he? For free. Yeah, I got him a ticket. And John I got, sucker. <laughs> I got Rachel <laughs> Callahan and his wife a ticket. So Dude, the, you are awesome. Because they give us X amount of tickets for the all the shows that we do. And so if I, we can give them to somebody, why pay ridiculous amounts of money? Just, yeah. Let us give you a pass. I remember oh, awesome. for C2E2 in Chicago, I got rig passes, so he got to come in with other vendors. So he got to walk the floor for about two hours before even any other people came. So he was pretty excited. Stoked and jazzed. Jazzed and stoked. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Stokes, not Dillard. Oh, right. Right, exactly. Stokes. It's a Stokes and not the Dillard. Like, I gotta put closed captioning on. What is he saying? It, it was tough, man. It has been tough. <laughs> I'm like, just turn it down. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is the M6P. This is a comic book podcast. You can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. You can follow us at Twitter at the M6P. You can visit our website themm6p.com You can hit us up on all the social media networks, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, under the m 6 p And you can even be a part of our show by giving us a call at, uh, at 616-755-TINA. One more time, that was 616-755-TINA. You can leave us a message and we'll play it on the show. And we are sponsored by DCBService.com, Discount Comic Book Service, DCB Service, Discount, wait, is it D- Discount, What? what's the email? Does it matter what our... DCBService.com, that's what it is, DCBService.com. Go to DCB, I was like, I was like, Discount, CBS, CBC, CB, it didn't make sense for a second, I'm sorry. Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go there, order all your single issues. And uh, get them for 40%, 40, 40% off. If you go to their sister site, In Stock Trade, any order you place over $50 is free shipping. Go there, DCBService, 
Com. And uh, when you go there, please tell them that the M6P sent you because we might have lost our sponsorship after Andy, what he just did. So. What are you talking about? I said their name like 17 times. Um, ABC Service. What? No, 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 no. DCBService.com. DCBService.com. DC by DC Comics. What? Batman? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. All right. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. For all of your discount services through Office Depot, check out crpsavings.com. We're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com. For all of your SEO and uh, internet marketing services, check out michaelwebsolutions.com. And last but not least, themarvelousbox.com. For $25 a quarter, you get over $100 of Marvel graphic novels shipped right to your front or back door, whichever you prefer. And uh, there are some great titles. We just got some new books in, some big names that uh, are kind of going on eBay for some big dollars, but we're going to have them in the boxes uh, coming up in the next box. So check out themarvelousbox.com. Very cool. And that's going to come out September, right? So you can get your orders in and they'll show. Is that correct? That is correct. Right on. Now, let me just say one thing about crpsavings.com, okay? So, Jackie, she's having this homeschool meeting. She's in charge of teaching a certain age when they all get together once a week. So, she had to make all these copies. So, she came home and I said, make sure you use this card, this discount card. She's like, okay, that's fine. She came home and she was like, I saved $340. I said, (laughs) I almost had a heart attack. I was like, how much did you spend? (laughs) She she spent 140 and she saved. That's crazy. I thought you'd get 50% off prints, but she got way more. That is nuts. So CRP for Community Retail Partnership, crpsavings.com. Right, yeah, just go there and sign up or you know what? You can uh you can email us and get we'll get in touch with so the M, or m6plc at gmail.com. Um if you go there and you need a discount card or, or something like that, Go ahead and email us also. We'll, we'll get you hooked up. We got the end. So Yeah, my wife, uh, she works for a foster care agency, and they buy school supplies for all the kids in the foster care homes as well as the biological kids too. And so they always get their school supplies um, through Community Retail Partnership. And they just did that. Uh, I think they had like a $10,000 grant. Uh, but with the savings that they were able to do, they only had to spend five of it, and they were able to get everything that should have cost ten. So oh, that's fantastic. I'll have to I'll have to ask my foster care home office and see if they do that. I don't know if they buy the school supplies or not. It's I mean, but it works on anything, you know. Anything that Office Depot or Office Max has saves you some money. Right. Oh. Wow. Fantastic. Forty minutes in and we've only mentioned Luke Cage, the runaways, and Cloak and Dagger. What are you talking about, man? This is great. That's <laughs> great. Alright, so there's a couple things I wanted to cover tonight. Let's see if we get to them. Obviously, the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. We'll, not, we'll do that quickly. Not a huge thing. Fantastic Four came out today. Fantastic Four number one. Um, let's hit uh, Infinity Wars and the Death of Inhumans because those are the big ones. And then if we have time, we'll hit Spider-Man. But, you know. Um, Spider-Who? Yeah. No, no, that's not what I said at all. I just, we're, we're trying to get the main storyline. So, you know, we got to keep up, man. I don't even know who that guy is. Who reads a book about a bug and a man? That's <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, it it's brand new. Just came out. Ant-Man I and Wasp. Just... Huh? Are you are you teasing me? I am. I just want to know what you thought of it. We're not reviewing the whole thing. I want to know what you thought. You know, the audience tunes in because they like you. Well, I know. I think there's the website and Facebook. That's all the current stuff. Like that's the cutting edge. But they like you. I don't know. I always when the, so you don't follow Facebook, but there are quite a few comments about Farmer Andy. So right. people do listen. Do they? Because we haven't had a Farmer Andy in quite some time. Or they'll they'll ask about the Andy Kirby. Never just oh. Andy. It's always the Andy Kirby. <laughs> That's from when I used to have a Facebook page or user or whatever. Yeah, maybe that can be one of your your goals. Make a Facebook a new Facebook profile every day for a week. <laughs> every day for a week. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Yeah, Ant-Man and Wasp, what did you think? I asked you. You oh, tell me. Sorry, I haven't been listening to you. What are we doing? I know it. Oh, Ant-Man and Wasp, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. It, uh, You know, it's not an Infinity Wars. It's not, uh, you know, it's not Thor Ragnarok. 
but it was a good movie. You know, I've I've yet yeah. to I've yet to watch a bad Marvel movie. Really? I I haven't. Well, yes, I have. Never mind. <laughs> Which one? Forgot about Iron Man three. <laughs> Thor two. Oh, I like Thor two. You're ridiculous. No, Ant Man and Wasp. It was you know it just wasn't groundbreaking. You know, I think it. I think the toughest part with Ant Man and Wasp is it had to follow Infinity War. Yes. You know. Yeah. Wow, because it was. You know, you set the bar high with Black Panther, then comes Infinity War, and you're like, wow, it's just getting better and better. Here's Ant-Man and Wasp. You know, it's just, I felt bad, you know? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I, I know what you mean. I, I thought, what I really liked about it is that there was no real bad guy. It was just, they were bad, you know, terrible situations that were coming into contact with each other and converging. I kind of enjoyed the fact there's no villain and there was no, like, really trying to uh, really kill other people or get other people, like, Yellow Jacket or... You know, so I, I thought that was cool. Um, the thing that stuck out to me, the the mid-credit... Let's just talk about that. With Spoilers, the, okay? With the going to, and the drums. Yes. No, that's the I mean, end that, credit scene. That just got me really... In the feels. <laughs> How can he play the drum and I can't? Well, that's maybe something you can do once a day for a week. <laughs> I gotta buy drum. <laughs> buy one set of one piece of the drum every day. <laughs> so um, the mid credit scene, right, where he goes in, he's collecting that all the healing energy or something. Yeah. And then they're going to retrieve Ant Man out of the quantum zone, and suddenly Infinity War happens, right? Finger and what'd you say? The finger snap of all finger snaps happened. Right. And so Dr. Pym, Wasp, and Janet all disappear, right? Yeah. Okay. So what did you think about it? Oh, I was just gasping. <laughs> I mean I I grabbed my chest and it was the it was it was just like Infinity War when uh like when Red Skull came back and everybody goes <gasps> You know, in the whole theater, everybody in the whole theater did that when it was just dust, ashes. Everybody does. <gasps> so yeah, but why? What's the, why was it? Was it because it tied in and that was the surprise, or was it because they were dead? They're dead, and he's stuck. <laughs> right. This is what I thought. Oh, okay, Andy. What did you think? This is <laughs> no. There's. I'm leading up to a point here. Oh, okay. Sorry to set you up properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's okay. The the it when when I looked at it, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We went through this entire movie, rolled the credits, and now you kill three out of the four main characters in this whole movie in an after credit scene. They're dead, right? Mm-hmm. That that boggles my mind. So what that tells me is they would sacrifice. Like they, we didn't know at the end of Infinity War if people were dead, right? We don't know if. But to tie it in that way and to say, "Oh, it affected them too," and to supposedly kill off three of the main characters, all it does is tell me that this is not a, as dire of a situation as we thought it. Like this just tells me, oh, they could come back. Anybody could come back. It it really cheapened Infinity. It was cool, but then when I started thinking about it, I was like, well, you can't kill off your main characters in a mid-credit scene. And so really what they're just doing is saying, hey, they disappeared too. Not they got killed or they died also. They just disappeared just like these other people. Uh, I think you are making a lot of inferences that aren't necessarily correct. Okay. Lay it on. I mean, how did just because three of the four people that were the stars of the movie died, that doesn't guarantee that those three are coming back. Do you think? No, no, not all of them necessarily. But do you think it cheapened? Like, um, it. I think it would have made a bigger impact on me if half of them, like four, two out of the four, died. Because then you would be like, okay, well that makes sense. Like half of these people are dead. But even then, though, just tying it in after the movie's over, it, it, it's kind of like there's no sense of danger. It just happened. It was like a coolness fact. You know what I mean? Like when that happened in Infinity War, you were just like, oh, my goodness. Like I thought I thought they won, but they lost. And then you're wondering whether or not they're going to come back. But now when they do that, it's kind of like in your mind, oh, well, there's no danger. They're going to come back. It's, no, it's fine. So you, you think you didn't feel that way? I didn't. No. Because, uh, I mean, all the Guardians but Star-Lord died in Infinity War, right? Right. And we still know that there's a Guardians 3 that's been announced, so it didn't it didn't really cheapen it for me, at least. Okay. I mean, that's right. 4 out of 5 there that are gone. No, 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 Rocket lived, didn't he? Yeah, Rocket. I think so, yeah. 
Yeah, because poor Groot died and he was like, Dad! <laughs> yeah. No, uh, because I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Hank Pym doesn't come back. You know, I don't know if there is a story with, with him and Janet if, if Hank is gone. I was more like she had, Janet had told him, stay away from the time portals or whatever because if you hit one of those, we can't get you back. Do you remember that line? Yes, yeah. I was like, holy cow. There's the X-Men and Fantastic Four right there. Something like that is going to bring the, the multiverses with time travel and the quantum realm and all that. And also, the time travel, somehow Ant-Man is going to be responsible for fixing Infinity War. That's what my guess is. I think a lot of people have that idea as well, that the quantum realm holds the key, uh, somehow the Soul Stone or something, you know, something like that. They, they intertwine. But, I don't know, the mere fact that... I, I don't know, like, the whole movie was about getting Janet back, and then in an instant she's dead. And then, the like, it wasn't even in the movie. Like, with Logan, the whole movie, and then he dies, and then funeral, and, and that's it. And so, like, that had an impact because it led all the way up to it. But then it was like, okay, yeah, we saved her, fantastic. Oh, no, she's dead, they're all dead. Like, after the movie was done. I don't know, it didn't... Well, how would you have had it tie into Infinity War? And been okay with it. Something that made me feel like it was still uh, still really a possibility that we wouldn't be giving some of these people back. So either, you know, calling uh, Ant-Man back and say, I don't know what happened, but, um, you know, Hank and what is uh, Janet's daughter? Hope. Hope. Yeah, Hope just died, you know, or them being called back and saying something's going on and none of them die, but they have to go and... and uh, you know, see what's going on because you know, half the population of the world is dying. Like something that where they're reacting to it, not something where, where it's still that kind of mystique of can we can we stop this? Can we reverse this? But I just think having having them, the three main characters in the movie, die, it's kind of cheapen the whole thing because you're like, well, they wouldn't go through this whole thing and do a whole movie just to reverse it in three seconds at the end. So of course we're going to get some of them back. Yeah. Okay, but in that same vain spider-man died i mean it's freaking spider-man right but there's a miles morales that could pick up the mantle so you're saying it really tom holland probably isn't coming back he really is gone and you i want i i want to i want to know that that's a possibility not just like they do it for no reason and then they're just going to retcon it or reverse it. like it, there has to be actual concept could happen you know you need to feel that well have you read the have you read infinity gauntlet the comic book no okay because there's there could be some answers in there with the soul stone and things along those lines. Maybe maybe just hint hint check it out. And then there's also rumor that uh, Spider-Man Two: Far From Home and Guardians of the Galaxy Three will be prequels. Yeah, see if that's the case, then that would make it even more intense that we don't know what's going to happen in Infinity War Part Two or what Avengers Four or whatever. But there's also but they come they come out after that, right? They do. Yeah. Right. I guess we'll see. No no no. I don't know. I, I liked it. I gave it like a 7 out of 10, probably. Oh, I think it was probably a 6 or something. It was fun. I took I took the girls to go, so they had fun. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, but I was talking to them. I was like, three of the four main characters died. And when Mom asks you how it was, tell her that. <laughs> tell her about the death and destruction. And so like she was like, oh, how was it? And they were like, three of the four main characters died. And she was like, really? <laughs> And then they were like, it was so funny. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> she still doesn't know what happens in Infinity War. What? Yes, I know. Oh. What is this girl doing in her life? Well, it's been out on digital for a little bit now, and it's driving me crazy because I don't have it. It doesn't come out on physical copy until next Tuesday. Isn't that crazy how they're releasing it now like that? They're trying to wean people off of the, the physical media by releasing it first. I'm just, I'm not giving in. But sometimes if you, you order the digital copy, they'll send you a physical copy later, but not for Infinity War. It wasn't set up like that. Well, I got a guy who I met online. <laughs> Always a good start to a conversation yes. right there. That doesn't sound shady. I got a guy, and I, I met him online, you see. He uh, he buys the DVDs and the Blu-rays, and then he sells me the digital code. Uh-huh. I think there was a comic site like that a while ago. <laughs> I think there was. What was that? That's strange. <laughs> that, that site. Hmm. 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 I liked it. I thought it was awesome. It was awesome if I could get my developer to, you know, fix some 
of these problems. I didn't have to give away free comics to angry customers. It didn't work. Right. Yeah, probably the Russians. The Russians. They hacked it. They hacked me off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cool. Anything else on Ant-Man? No. Okay, man. Fantastic Four, number one. Did you get a chance to read this today? I read it. Did you read it? I did read it. And? What did you think? No, it's your turn. Your turn. Right off the bat. I love the art. I love the coloring. It was good. Um, man, I felt like it was heartfelt. And that's that's really what I want out of a story. I'll give this to Dan Slott. His 801, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 801. I know I talked about this before. It was, he was, took the theme of Spider-Man inspiring everyone to be their own hero uh, and stand up for the little guy. He knows the themes, you know. He's talking about being a family it was a little off the wall. I didn't know who all the characters were, and I knew that he was bringing it back to kind of um, an earlier start. You know, like, hey, I'm introducing these characters who have been in their past before. But I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. How about you? Yeah, I liked it. It definitely had that family feel to it. You know, uh, just seeing the thing, trying to fight against them not coming back and trying to accept it. And, uh, you know, he had already accepted it, but Johnny hadn't. And Johnny still had hope that they were out there. And then he finally just starts crying. And he says, they really are gone. They really are gone. That, I like that emotional family part because the Fantastic Four are family before they're anything else. They're family and then they're space adventurer superheroes. So I really, I thought that was, that family dynamic was really well well told. The, I think so too. The art was decent. It wasn't, it wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't, you know, I can't read this. You know, I could. I knew who everybody was. I could tell everything. <laughs> everything. It rem- it reminded me of a mix between um, Stuart Eminem and uh, Mike Diodato Jr. Yeah, Eminem is who I was thinking too. I know you're okay. a fan. I am. I think he retired, right? I don't know. I think so. But I did. I also liked the backup story with Doom. I thought that was good. Yeah, I think that's resetting the status quo. I didn't think that that one was as good, but I understood what he was doing. He's setting them back up for, you know, taking them away from Bendis and putting them back where he goes so he can use them for later. Yeah, those are good backup stories. You know, I'll, I'll take that. Just kind of sets what's going to happen. You know, Reed and, and Sue, they made a big bright light of the number four, and uh, Doctor Doom is taking over Latveria. We're kind of setting the... The chess pieces back on the board in the right spots. The only thing that I had a question about was I didn't know they couldn't get back. Well, we don't really know, you know, what, what, that, that hasn't all unfolded yet. I thought Hickman left them out there and Franklin was making universes and they were recreating the multiverse. And so, like, that doesn't tell me that they're stuck anywhere or that they need a rescue. That was the same impression I had as well. Okay, all right, so I'm not totally off. Nope, nope, but it was good. I'm definitely picking up issue two, and uh, I hope to keep this one as a, a title that I read every month. That's awesome. I didn't. I, I had no idea that you would react that way. Yeah, it was good. It was just, I think this was really kind of a back-to-basics Marvel book, you know? I didn't feel like there was politics in it or there was this issue or that issue. It was just what the, fam- the Fantastic Four have always been. They've been a family of adventuring superheroes. And that's what this title was, you know? It's it's not often that you like a book and give it praise. So I'm going to say, <laughs> you know? I'm a tough critic, I know. <laughs> I am I am hoping that we are turning a corner here with Sobolski and I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of junk still coming out, but we'll see. I'll take what I can get, and if Fantastic Four is it, I'll take it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, do you want to do Death of Inhumans or Infinity? Wow, so did you read Death of Inhumans 1 and 2? I read the first one. I didn't get to... Oh, well, what did you... So we've got this this guy named Vox, right? Yeah. Is his design just so cool or what? It is really cool. It is really cool. I'm going to see that (laughs) in my dreams, you know? That was some scary stuff. In your nightmares. Right, right. I, I want an action figure of Vox already. He is really cool. And uh, this this Donny Cates guy who wrote it, you know, he kind of seems Marvel's go-to guy right now. He's got Cosmic Ghost Rider, and he had Thanos. He's doing Venom. He's got Death of Inhumans. I think Marvel's very happy with the stuff that he's putting out. 
Yeah, and he kind of came out of nowhere. I know I've been out of it for a little while, but like I don't I don't know much about what he does, and so I'm wondering why they're giving him a ton of uh, titles. Well, I know that the reaction to the Thanos book was really it was really well received, you know. So I think then he kind of branched out, and he had Cosmic Ghost Rider, and they said, well. Thanos is ending, so we'll give you Venom, and people like Venom, and he had this pitch about the Inhumans. So, I mean, some of his stuff on Venom, people are kind of upset because there's definitely some retconning of the symbiote history, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But I like this. So, I, I, have you read anything that really, I mean, did you like the writing? Of this? Death of Inhumans? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I didn't like it. I'm surprised. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe I missed something. No, 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 no. Just because you have a different opinion doesn't mean you're wrong. I, I just mean, like, nothing stood out to me. It was, like, kind of like, I don't know. It was trying to be highbrow and tell a story and almost talk about the characters. Like, the, the characters almost spoke. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't much character. It was more, like, narration and everything. Mm. And I like how he brought it to you know rome and all that but i think brubaker and hickman do a better job i'm still living in the old days but brubaker and hickman do a better job than he did and so when i read venom i'm only i only read the first two issues so i was like oh, i don't really like this either and i haven't read cosmic ghost rider yet but it's on my list i'm just wondering if i don't like his writing or i don't like sub you know it might be yeah it might just be his writing did you read thanos no i i never got to that no yeah, and, um... I know you really liked that one, yeah. I did. I think with Inhumans, I wasn't necessarily so focused on the writing as opposed to the overall story. Because the Inhumans have just been so awful the past five years. they just been yes. terrible, you know? They were characters that were great guest stars. They are the quintessential guest stars of the Marvel Universe. So then to give them four or five titles and have them just, you know, displacing the X-Men, it just put a sour taste in my mouth. And it wasn't, I know they're not real people, but it wasn't their fault, you know? (laughs) Right, right. They weren't trying to do it. They were just doing what Marvel made them do on the paper. So uh, I'm trying to let the Inhumans be redeemed by reading Death of Inhumans. (laughs) Right, of course, yes. No, when I saw the title and when I saw that he was really taking it to him i was like well good let's end this chapter like we don't have to kill them all but like don't leave it out there that inhumanity and the 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 <laughs> the vapor cloud and everything you know the terrigen cloud like let's just let's just close this chapter we don't have to do it anymore because you're not making a movie anymore yeah so I, I was thrilled about that and i'm actually very happy that he's starting to kill all these people and everything <laughs> that sounds t- nobody clipped that i'm really happy he's killing all these people <laughs> But it's a it's been a good overall story. Maybe the the verbiage and the writing in instances like you said, you know, isn't isn't stellar. But overall, seeing where the story's going, it makes sense to me. Cool, very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 going to continue to read it. Um, so because I have to, I think it's more of a closure thing. I got to know that these people are done. Like Black Bolt's cool. Black Bolt is cool, but nobody else. I mean, Medusa used to be, but yeah. Uh, well, you got to read issue two because. If you thought issue one took some big characters off the table, issue two takes big characters off the table, too. Does it really? Does. That's awesome. I know. I'm like, a story that has some meaning to it. You know, this is great. Well, hopefully. I mean, we'll see. It could be like Ant-Man and Wasp. I don't know. Uh, Ad has not finished up. I think Ant-Man and Wasp has meaning to it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Douglas is all done, you know? Well, it's possible. Definitely possible. He did an interview. He said, I didn't even see Civil War before I started filming Ant-Man and and Wasp, so I wasn't sure what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Just take some time and watch it, man. I know, right? (laughs) Take two hours (laughs) of a busy day and watch the movie. (laughs) All right, so uh, Infinity Wars. Yes, sir. Okay, so Infinity Wars Prime and Infinity Wars number one. Yeah, where... So, okay, so some of this art with Diodato... Yeah. I don't know if it's the colorist or what, but it's almost like the old school dots, how they used to color stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's kind of getting on my nerves. <laughs> There's a, yeah, right. Am I, am I crazy? 
No, 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 no. I, I he he's done this before. His page layouts, um, he's good. He's a great artist. His layouts are very distracting, and his the coloring and the shading and stuff is uh, tough to take, right? Yeah, because he's a he is a fantastic artist, but I, I just I just don't know what's going on in this book. <laughs> like I read two issues and I'm completely lost. I was completely lost in both of them. Well, you... and Adam Warlock looks nothing like how I remembered. He looks more like the. The guy from Abnett and Lanning's run at the end, of, like the Annihilators. Do you remember that series? Yeah, he's like a hipster Shazam. <laughs> he is like a. That's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, he looks. Yeah. Um, and then they're walking around with Iron Lad, who's Kang and stuff. And Turk is in this. Turk has an, an Infinity Stone. I know. Is this like the Netflix tie-in? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Okay, do you know what's going on? I mean, I know what's going on, but I don't care for it. So I read Infinity... Did you read any of the Infinity Countdown? No, I didn't. Okay. Because that kind of laid some groundwork for where things were. But it was five-issue miniseries that could have taken place in one. There was a lot of filler. But, I mean, Infinity Countdown, they had Infinity Countdown, Black Widow, and then Countdown what? Like, what did they all have? Oh, there was Darkhawk, Adam Warlock... And I think Black Widow, but then there was regular just Infinity Countdown 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Oh, I missed that. I didn't even know that was in there. Okay, all right. But then before that, there was Infinity Countdown Prime. And then after the Infinity Countdowns and then the three miniseries, then there was Infinity Wars Prime and then Infinity Wars 1. <laughs> right. Okay, so I, I read Infinity Wars Prime and Infinity Wars 1. Okay. So and it's something about Loki. He thinks that he's being tricked, but I don't understand why or how. Well, so in Infinity Wars Prime number one, he was reading the backlog of different Asgardian literature, and it was telling the story differently than what had happened. What had happened? What had happened was yeah. And so then he gets with that the lady that keeps the the books, the history or whatever, and they go on that trip to find out what's going on. So does it explain how everybody got these stones? Uh, those are in, count, those, in countdown. Those are in other issues, <laughs> but uh, some of it, like in Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel, the regular issues, that's when some of that stuff is revealed. Uh, all right. So it sounds like I need to Wikipedia this stuff. Probably that's her best bet because it's. I mean, you and I are pretty seasoned readers, and this is confusing. Some of this, right? We read a yeah. lot of titles and. Like, wow, what is happening? What is going on? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Do you remember going in the store and, oh, Infinity Wars, I just saw that movie, and you read this book. What is this? <laughs> who is these? Who are these people? <laughs> Turk? <laughs> who is that? Okay, so, like, I remember Turk from Ben, or uh, Brubaker's run. You know what I mean? No, or Bendis' run on. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a while. And even when he's on the Netflix show, every season I said, oh, remember him? He was in every other episode and every other season of every Netflix show, Jennifer. And she says, I don't remember him. <laughs> and she says it like that, <laughs> like a real housewife or whatever. I don't know who that is. I'm going to flip a table over him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i do you do you like this book the problem is when you call a book infinity wars it's gonna immediately be compared to the first infinity war from the 90s and this doesn't even come close to it so i think if they would have called it something else you know original sin 2 i would have said oh <laughs> this is great you know? Right, right. Fear, <laughs> I forgot about that. Fear itself. Oh, it's oh, wonderful. What a terrible one, Fear itself. You know, the the longer I look back at Original Sin, the more I dislike it, which is a shame. It wasn't that bad, but it's kind of like, what, what did we do there? Like, what was that for? Well, and look who was on art there. Diodato. Hmm. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I don't know. Have you? Did you read the first Infinity War? No. Okay. It was a great, fun story. It had all your favorite cosmic people, but then it had almost every main superhero in the Marvel universe was in it. They're fighting doppelgangers of each other. They're fighting themselves. It was just fun. It was a great, fun read. And then to have this, and you're like, oh, there's Bullseye and Turk and Typhoid Mary and Sandman and. They're fighting over stones, and and then there's this alternate reality Loki. It's just not it's not a fun, gripping story. 
No. No, Black Widow seems completely out of place, you know? All right, so three main questions here. What did you think of Thanos dying? Uh What did you think of Peter Quill dying? And then what did you think of Gamora being reckless? So Thanos is a tough dude. You know, he's pretty darn invulnerable. He's gone through some major stuff. So uh, I don't know that the sword could do that. However, in re- I reread Infinity Wars, and it looks like the sword was powered by one of the gems. Yeah, so, the purple one, right? Yeah. The power gem? So I guess if it was, that would, that would make sense. However, it's Thanos. Don't take him off the board, you know? Yeah. I understand, like, yeah. you want to show that Requiem is tough and that this story has lasting effects, but... He's kind of the biggest character in the Marvel Universe right now. It, it reminds me of when Marvel killed Wolverine in the comics, and the movie Logan was coming out. Like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> that was the biggest star in the world, and you're killing him off. I don't, right. Did you? How did you feel? I was pretty neutral because I think he's going to come back. I mean, he's a staple. Yeah. You know, they killed him before, and he came back with the Thanos Im- imperative. You know. Yeah. Um, but that story made a whole lot more sense to me than this. <laughs> you know, like, this this seemed like the motivation for the killing was basically, hey, we told you all this in the movies, so you should understand it. Yeah, that makes Yeah, and I think the difference between Thanos' death and then, say, Triton's death and death of Inhumans. Yeah, I could see Triton dying. You know, the explosion happened. He died. Lockjaw died. Yeah, that the, the Marvel Universe can get on without those two characters. And I am pretty sure, you know, it could definitely be 10 to 15 years before either of them get resurrected. So their death has meaning. Like Thanos, will be back next. <laughs> so it is immediately, as soon as his head flies off, you're like, whoa, I'm super shocked. But he'll be back. Right, right, right. So what about, what about Star-Lord? So Star-Lord, yeah, uh, I have never really cared for him. Uh, I think it sets up an interesting dynamic with Gamora and Star-Lord by her killing him. And I, I want to say that the Guardians don't have a current title coming up so it, it kind of makes sense were you expecting that uh no i wasn't expecting that um you know her face looks sad and but she says you know nothing ever dies so again like her saying that <laughs> it makes it makes me think that thanos is going to come back he's going to come back I, I don't i just don't know what the plan is i don't know what she's trying to accomplish which maybe is part of the mystery i don't know you know well part of it she wants the soul stone because she believes that part of her is still in the Soul Stone and she wants to be completed. Yeah. So that's a large part of her journey, and the others weren't willing to give it to her. So, so I see some of her motivation. Okay, okay. When was she in the Soul Stone? When, back in Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, okay. You should pick it up. Gotcha. Man, where are the little boxes that tell you these things? Right, right. Yeah, I was when I was reading Death of Inhumans, and they had a little asterisk that said, the Kree world was destroyed during Black Vortex. Like, oh, this is great, because I forgot that. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. But this would be another good one. And Gamora, I'm not sure how familiar you are with her character, but back in the day, you know, Gamora was the deadliest woman in the universe because she was the deadliest woman in the universe. She is just tough, and she... She was taking on all of the Avengers and X-Men, along with Drax and Pip the Troll. Like, the three or four of them were just beating the snot out of the superheroes because they were just so tough. And now she just seemed watered down. So maybe her stabbing Star-Lord and cutting off Thanos' head maybe can elevate her up to the bad chick she used to be. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this book because, I mean, if you look at the covers for Infinity Wars 2 and Infinity Wars 3, you see Peter Quill, you see Star-Lord, but he's in a different costume. You're like, I don't know. It's also a hodgepodge that have the gems. What'd you say? I said it's also a hodgepodge of folks that have the gems. I don't know. This has not gripped me. Yeah. And it has something to do with the Soul Eater, right? I, that's where I'm feeling that where this Loki story is going. Because otherwise, it's very out of place. So the Soul Eater and the Soul Stone, and then it's on the it's on the cover of Infinity Wars three, the Soul Eater. So yeah. something is going on. Something. Yes. Something. Something. <laughs> but okay, so taking bets is is everybody just going to be back after it's done? Like Star Lord and Thanos? Yeah. Like at the end of this in December. Honestly, I can't make it a guess because I can't get a feel on where this is going. I didn't guess that Turk was going to show up with 
a random list of C and D list villains at Doctor Strange's, you know? The spot. Yeah, like what in the world is this? So but and you know it's kinda like the villains and the random hodgepodge folks in um Original Sin. Like King Midas and the Orb. Like what do these, you know, fifth tier villains have to do with this major Marvel thing going on? Jason Aaron loves warps. Who knows why? <laughs> Who knows why? He was doing that in Ghost Rider. So these warps, Arachnite, Ghost Panther. Oh, uh, who cares? Weapon heads. <laughs> Man, are you interested in any of these? No, no. And that kind of tells you where the story's going. Right, exactly. That's kind of where it's like, oh, okay, we're warping reality. And it's like, haven't we done that before? Didn't we do that in, like, Axis? Well, then that's why I'm not as on board the C.B. Sobolski train that maybe you're on. Because I had higher hopes, but then when this kind of stuff comes through, like, you guys all sat around and decided this was a good idea. You know what, though? Like, maybe they think, maybe they don't look at it for continuity. Maybe they say, this would be fun. Not, this will be the epic adventure. You know, because I feel like Bendis, when he was doing it, he said, listen, Civil War is going to lead to this, and it's going to lead to Secret... Uh, invasion, and then it's going to lead to Dark Reign. And these are epic things, um, and I think they kind of got out of that with Siege. And then now they're sitting around going, "You know, it'd be cool. What if we killed the Watcher? What if everybody flip flop and switched access? Get it? Yeah. I think they just think this is cool. Which you know, if that's how they want to run their company, and that's the stories they want to tell, and they say, "Wouldn't it be awesome if we kind of meshed everybody and warped these together?" Like, oh, okay, all right, but that doesn't help me in the like progress the universe. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I think Marvel's kind of doing enough fun, cool, trendy stuff right now that we don't need this. We don't need another amalgamation hero. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I'm if their uh, if their current titles are good, then I'll give them these events and crossovers to be weird about. Well, okay, if you're gonna give it to them, I'll give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, t- what's going on with the X Men? Any news before we shove off here? Uh, X Men Gold and Blue are being canceled, and Uncanny is coming back. See, I heard why I asked. Them. How do you feel about X Men Gold and Blue being canceled? They were both very bad books. <laughs> So it's, you know, but that doesn't make me think Uncanny's going to be great, you know? I don't know. Who's who, who's the creative team? No team or roster has been announced. And so, you know, I'm, so you're not going to have X-Men Gold and Blue, but are you going to keep X-Men Red? They have it set. Don't they have an, hmm? don't they have an X-Men Black also? X-Men Black is going to be a series of one-shots, five one-shots, uh, focusing on different X-Men villains, with each having a backup story. Uh, about Apocalypse. And Chris Claremont is writing the Magneto one. I know! <laughs> I know! So you think that uh, Uncanny's going to bring it back home and kind of retool it a little bit? Um, I hope so. I mean, it'd be great to see, you know, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm all together running the show. Great stories. Uh, I don't know, though. Um, do you think Extermination is going to lead in? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do. Are you, uh, what are your thoughts? You, you're not a big X-Men guy, but do you have any thoughts on, on those? Well, if Extermination puts the, isn't it have to do with time travel? Yes. Okay, so if it puts the, the characters back in their own time, and then it, that would make sense why X-Men Blue is going to wrap up and kind of redefine the status quo a little bit. Kind of like, I mean, Spider-Man, they're redefining the status quo, and it looks like Captain America, and it kind of looks like Punisher's going to get there. Like, it looks like they're going through all these titles, and re- like Hulk also, which I've been really enjoying. Um, it looks like they're kind of saying, okay, okay, we're, we're starting over, we're getting back to what these characters are all about. Fantastic Four, we're doing away, we're closing the door for the Inhumans, we're doing this other stuff. Um, I don't know how Infinity Wars fits into that, probably because of the movie, but... If they're getting back to, like, a good starting place for everything and saying, okay, let's get back to Root, and then we'll take the things from there, then I think it would be a good thing for the X-Men. I'm down with that. I agree. I think starting Uncanny X-Men, the longest-running X-Men title, is probably a good idea. Yes, definitely. Give me a good writer, a good artist, good team. We'll be good to go. Right. Yeah, I'm actually very curious who they're going to put on on writing. I don't know who they would pick for. Claremont. <laughs> Come out of retirement. How old is he? No, Claremont gets paid by Marvel to not write for anyone else. Currently? Yeah, so he, he gets a check every month. 
to not write for somebody else. Are you sure? Absolutely, 100%. How do you know this? He stated it. That's weird. Yeah, he's like, all right, but uh, Marvel would rather pay me to not write for anyone else. Why would they do that? Why would they send a check and say you can't write for DC or anything like that? Because he's he's great. I mean, he's a wonderful writer, and they'd rather just keep his tools in, in their sandbox should that they ever want to use those, you know? That's that's crazy. I'm gonna ha- I'm I'm gonna look that up tonight. That's weird. <laughs> like I don't believe. I'm, I'm, it's very skeptical to me. That's very odd. It's okay, I I've never been wrong before. So yeah, right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we hit it? No, we can hit it. All right. So this is the M6P. You can uh, visit our website theM6p.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the M6P or send us an email m6plc at gmail.com. You can look us up on all the social media platforms: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you name it, under the M6P. You can also give us a call at 616-755-TINA. Leave us a message and you can be a part of our show. And we are sponsored by DCBService.com. DCBService.com. Discount comic book service. Go there. Get all your pre-orders for 40% off for Marvel titles. For Marvel titles, not DC.com, right? No. Why would you do why, Yeah. Why would you do Right. Yeah. Right. You can also, as Andy and I were sharing earlier stories about Community Retail Partnership, check them out. CRPSavings.com. It's a discount membership service for everything that you purchase through Office Max or Office Depot. It's amazing. You'll, you'll love it. Also check out michaelwebsolutions.com for your SEO and internet web building needs. And lastly, check out themarvelousbox.com. When you subscribe for $25 a quarter, you get over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels. That includes stuff like the Epic Collections, Essentials, they're all brand new titles. Nothing is used. They are fantastic books. And, uh, you know, we've had many books that have gone out, many uh, marvelous boxes that have gone out that are well over $120 worth of books in those boxes. True. So check out themarvelousbox.com. If you still don't believe us, look for some reviews on YouTube, and you'll see some of the stuff that gets sent out in themarvelousbox.com. All right, man. Well, until next time, this is the M6P. 